0: Well, it's time for another social network podcast. Thanks for joining in. I've got a lot on my mind. Um, There's so many changes and shifts happening in my life. And do you feel the same way? What is up with 2020? It is such a fresh palette and a clear canvas that there are so many of us that are going for that dream that we've always had We're moving on from old and stale lifestyles, starting up in heading down a new path. It's really something that I believe is written in the stars for sure. And so I wanted to talk about, uh, first of all, what keeps us from getting motivated and what will help us. To initiate that motivation and maintain that motivation. And um, change is inevitable and it's sometimes very much needed. Uh, sometimes we initiated ourselves and it, sometimes it feels like life just tosses us that roll of the dice that demands us to make a shift and a change. And, you know, what helps us to get going? and what helps us to keep going and to feel good about it and to find it being a nurturing experience. So, um, in the yogic philosophy, there is a mythical creature, and his name is Ganesh, half man, half elephant. And of course, the elephant, I love these images of these mythical creatures, um, and characters, because the images of themselves embody so much that it helps me to remember their qualities. But this isn't someone outside of us. This isn't, you know, a real creature from thousands of years ago. These are qualities that every single being on this planet hold within them. And these qualities are strength. And if you think of an elephant, and we've all seen that elephant, those videos of them pushing on a tree to knock it over so they can eat what's at the top of the tree, or maybe pushing over a vehicle, their strength to plow the forward path is amazing. Kind of like Jungle Book, as that whole pachyderm parade marches through the jungle and clears out all of this trail through the palm trees. So Ganesha has this ability to move what's in our way, and this is awesome, but Ganesha also has, besides that strength and that power and that ability to remove what's in our way, which is sometimes another part of us that's in our way, is that he also places obstacles. And if you can think of that trunk picking up a tree and placing it in the road to like block the hunters or block the sheep, and he's a placer of obstacles to protect that which is extremely valuable. And that could be an you know, in, in real literal terms, an environmental conservation, or the family of the elephants or the young. But within our personalities and within us, it represents those precious gems of who we are. And I think the reason why these qualities also exist, that he's a placer of obstacles, is to make sure that when we reach that part of us that's worth and value is infinite that we really care for it and we're really serious about honoring so this is a beautiful way to think of um, moving beyond motivation and there's an, another myth I'd like to bring in later so what are some things that keep us from moving forward and um, a few things that I came across for me are, of course, the big one for me, and it's always the big one for me. And it, it sometimes is like I roll my eyes every single time. I, I dig into a particular emotional uh, path, and there it is again, fear. Oh, and it just comes in so many different forms. That, but it is the root. Um, I'm afraid sometimes of what's next, the unknown. I'm afraid sometimes that if I don't make the right choices that I'll lose out on something more grand and amazing. Uh, Sometimes I fear that whether I get motivated or whether I lack to make that motivation, to make that shift, I will suffer. Um, I'll maybe suffer in job or finances, in my health or my vitality, in my family or in my relationships. And there's always been for me, since I have taught yoga for 19 years, and that's how old my youngest child is. But I've also um, owned a studio for 11. So there's been you know, a whole, whole lot of output in that arena. And so there was always a little concern about balancing family and my business life. And I felt like I did pretty well. Um, I generally left my afternoons open for family and, you know, made sure that I only worked on work hours or school hours so that I could still fill my role as a mother. So fear is one. Another one is doubt, which is a form of fear but this doubt came from me comparing myself to others. So a little story, when I first became a studio owner, my youngest child was three years old, and I knew I was done having kids, and so it felt like a right time to start something up. You know, they're in preschool, uh, they're moving out of diapers. Well, oh, it's just such a freeing time. And I was so excited. And. Yet when I took over ownership of the studio, I placed with on myself, but I also felt like others were placing that same expectation on me to be something grand, you know, something they could really lean on and depend, you know. uh, One of my teachers is so cute to call me fearless leader, and I just have to laugh at that because I have always thought of myself as the fearful leader. <laughs> and it's, it's been something I have constantly had to address in order to step back on that forward-moving path, that yellow brick road. And so those comparisons um, held me back uh, for a while until I addressed them. And I started to realize, listen, I have something to offer. Um, it may not be much and it may not be as much as that person or that person or that studio owner or that studio owner or that yoga teacher, but I have something. And there's someone out there that can benefit from that something that I have. And so that is something that I've had to work through. Um, when I step into a new arena like I'm doing now, it, that aspect of it feels fine. I feel like over 19-plus years, I have developed even... A grander experience and information to share but I'm gonna do it in a different forum which I'm not familiar with so I'm sure there's many of you out there that could do it much better than me and that seems like a very um, reasonable roadblock stop right there don't go further and there's days when that obstacle is bigger than others. And we all understand that. There's days when we're a little harder on ourselves or the comparisons are a little heavier. A few other things that hold us back are judgments, which is similar to comparisons, but sometimes we're judging others outside of us. And that can just create a negative energy field that is definitely damning. Um, we could have this perfection model. And I I do come from some perfection stock. My dad was a perfectionist, a military man. His drawers were just neat and tidy. He liked a lot of order and I enjoyed it too. Um, We bought heads now and again, but that was mostly because we were alike. And then I married my husband who um, didn't have quite as much order as I did. And so we finally had to come to some terms about that. But that perfectionism—if if you're not reaching that perfects, perfect mark—it can be very demeaning. You know, how do you keep going with that? Uh, other things are distraction, low energy, lack of support. So, you know, write these things down and maybe journal about them. And are these things that are real for you? And are those things you can shift and change? So, this is getting to know yourself and tapping into that knowing aspect of of how we behave and how we function so getting into a little bit more of the positive side daring to live fully is a website i came across an article that i really liked and i adopted a few of their ideas and i have a few of my own of how to initiate getting motivated but also to sustain that motivation one of them is to make sure that you do it for yourself, not for anyone else. Even though my career of choice is about helping people, and I want to make sure the focus is on other people, but you cannot overfocus on other people and forget about yourself. What you're doing has to speak to your heart. What your goal is or what your aspiration is or maintaining that enthusiasm means it needs to come from a self-desire and a wholesome, positive desire. And recognizing your worth in that and respecting yourself in that. there is a delicate balance between you know making sure that you're self-caring which is such a big word right now these buzzwords in our world right now is self-care but we need to be careful that it's not just all self-care and we don't continue to reach out and help others we need to keep a balance and i think it's really um powerful to know yourself well enough um, to know whether it's coming from you. Um, I'm an empath, so an empath has, I have the ability in several different ways to feel what others feel, to think what others think. And sometimes it can overcrowd my own thoughts and my own feelings. And so I have to have really steady practices in place to constantly clear. And one of these podcasts, I'm going to talk about that. It's, it's, it's really just a fascinating Um, topic and um, one that I have a lot of years of experience with. But making sure that you do, you're moving forward for yourself as well as for others. Another one is having positive I am statements or mantras. Mantras is just the yogic philosophy term for a positive affirmation. I luckily grew up with a mother that gave me lots of affirmations. Um, I obviously was a child that frequently needed it with this little potion of fear that was always in my pocket. And so I needed something to combat that, something to um, recalibrate with. And I am statements are amazingly powerful. And I'm engaged right now in an alchemy of abundance 40-day um, sadhana with one of my mentors, which has been really powerful. And we were asked to create three really strong, powerful I am statements and and to repeat them daily and to to make sure that we felt like these I am statements were ones that held a feeling with them, a feeling with it that kind of pushed us a little bit. It wasn't something that we were repetitively saying in our mind, and it was something that really kind of took us into a space that um, was beyond our comfort zone. Um, And so maybe you could create some I am statements that you could repeat daily um, that, you know, I am full of knowledge. Let's just say that's one of your I am (laughs) statements. Got a little bit of a cold going on. So, you know, make sure that it, it holds a punch with it. Also, surrounding yourself by enthusiastic people. So this is finding the support you need and sometimes you can't find it at home and so There needs to be a real active search for those friends or for that circle of influence that can really support you. Um, And they can do so enthusiastically, that they really believe in you so that you can start to get those mirror neurons of feeling like you believe in yourself too. And I have a few of those people. And of course, when I'm not having a good day, they're some of the first ones on my list to call. Um, and just get that nice little um, positive injection from my friends. But if there's very little of that, it's it's going to be more and more challenging to, to keep that motivation going. Um, one that this article recommended was to make a yes but list. I loved this we can come up with a million reasons why we can't do something. My age, my resources, my support, my, um, you know, my life situation. We can come up with a million reasons why we can't move forward. We can't achieve, but make a yes, but so I can't achieve this goal because it's not my area of expertise. Yes, but I have a lot to offer and someone can benefit from what I have to offer. And I can find someone to help me with what I'm not familiar with so that I can reach my goal. Make a huge list. See if you can fill up a couple of pages worth. Of the yes but list yes some of those cants might be true I don't maybe have the support I wish I had yes but I have this and I have them and this is what I do have to offer Um, one of the other best things to do in order to maintain your motivation is just full and complete gratitude for everything. Um, I know that many times throughout my life, being able to have gratitude for the challenging times in my life was exactly what turned the tables. And I already started to see the light at the end of the tunnel where before, as I fought, and kicked against the pricks and resisted the challenge or the difficulty with resentment, the more I found myself stuck in that space. And it just seemed to become heavier and the burden was even more. So gratitude is so powerful. It is one of the highest vibrational emotions there is. And having gratitude for every single moment and piece of your life, including the hard, challenging ones, will release that protective Ganesha qualities that we have from those gems. Those are the gems that are hiding those treasures that are so valuable. Us. So the other myth that I wanted to bring in is the myth of Lakshmi. And Lakshmi is a mythical character, a mythical goddess that, of course, has four arms. She has two arms behind her, and each of them are holding lotus flowers, which represents opening up into beauty and consciousness and awareness. The other two hands. One of them is dropping gold coins out of her hand. She's not only so abundant, she's extremely generous and just lets all of the boons freely fall from her hand. And the other hand is in a mudra called Abhaya. And Abhaya means fearless and that fearless hand with the palm facing forward is almost like stopping and halting those negative things in our life that keep us from succeeding and moving forward. And so those are my little takes on how to get motivated, how to remain motivated, and I hope these are helpful to you. And I recommend that you, you journal some of these things that might be holding you back and that you might also really research into your heart and into your mind um, the positivities and the encouraging things that keep you going. I noticed that me as a person, if, if I'm to move forward, then I need to have a lot of positivity in my life. I need to feel positive about myself. I need to allow positivity into my life, those people. And I need to make sure that I don't weigh myself down with with fear of punishment, with fear of not measuring up and not being perfect. Those don't work for me. And I have a pretty good guess that that is most people. And when we feel loved and when we feel valued and treasured and cared for, we can literally move mountains. And I just want to thank you all for listening. And I hope this information was helpful. If you have any feedback, you can email me at Julie Branham, juliebranham, J-U-L-I-E-B-R-A-N-H-A-M, at me.com. I hope to hear from you. Have a wonderful day. Namaste.